Welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making life more enjoyable for young families by hitting on the financial topics that tend to weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus from simply enjoying life. Hello and welcome to the third episode here of the Your Major Money Misnomers series. We are on the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance podcast here, where we're trying to help provide young families with information to better their lives and make it more enjoyable. As always, if you like what you hear, please make sure to subscribe or follow us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Clicking a star, leaving a review really helps us out, helps us find other families out there that can we can connect with and help provide this advice to as well. Last week, we discussed packing for the right financial trip and the three basic financial questions to help you filter out a lot of that advice that everybody's going to come across and make sure it's relevant to you and what you should be working into your actual plan. Today's episode is tax refunds are bad. What? Right? That's the initial reaction. What? But we're going to cover what you need to know when it comes to understanding what a tax refund actually means and what you can do to change that amount you may be receiving if I can convince you that they aren't the best thing to be receiving large amounts of. Now, it's funny how your views of things seem to change as you get older. You may have experienced this too. I'm recording this episode right now in the heat of the New Jersey summer. It's like 95 degrees outside or something like that today. And if I was all the way back in high school, I would not be inside. I would be at the beach with the sole goal of trying to get tan. Getting some sun, getting some vitamin D, obviously not all a bad thing. But I can tell you right now, I was 100% not doing it for that vitamin D. I wanted to just look good. So as you may think back to your early days, maybe you can relate with me in this. Now we've all seen kind of, uh, you know, those people that live at the beach. Their skin is so dark and wrinkled that we really do clearly know excessive sun exposure, not exactly good for us or our skin. I'll go as far as to say intentionally exposing ourselves to radiation so our bodies turn tan is a little bit odd if you really want to think about it like that. Now we fast forward over to today. I don't hide under a sombrero or anything like that, but I don't also anymore go out of my way to try to just get as tan as possible. On the contrary, in a somewhat ironic twist, I guess you could say, I instead spend my time chasing my kids around trying to keep them lotioned up and have hats on their heads so they don't get too much sun. So what you need to know about tax refunds is that like the summer sun, a little bit is fine, but you don't want to overdo it by any means. Imagine I gave you the phrase tax refund, right, on a piece of paper. So imagine a piece of paper, the word tax refund is written on it. And I said, you have to either take this word or these two words and put them into a column on the left that says good, or a column on the right that says bad. Where do you picture yourself putting that phrase? Tax refund, you're probably going to move it over to that left-hand column, right? Into the good column. The thing about tax refunds is that it's someone giving you your own money back. Let's say someone slipped a 20 out of your wallet and then gave it back to you. It wouldn't exactly be something to, you know, celebrate, right? You wouldn't feel that great about it. With a tax refund, no one's slipping it out of your wallet except for you. You're slipping it out of your own wallet and giving it to the government. Let's say that you make 100000 and you have your employer withhold 20% for taxes. So that is $20,000. When your accountant does your taxes at the end of the year, 
they are calculating what you actually should have paid in taxes for that entire year compared to what you actually paid. So let's say they calculate 18,000 is what you should have actually paid. In this example, you actually paid 20, so you receive a $2,000 refund. They gave you back that $2,000 of your own money. People often say things such as like, I have a great accountant, they always get me a big refund. Assuming you have an accountant though who's following the rules, they're really all just solving this math equation. And they should all come to the same answer really. How much did you pay in taxes compared to how much should you have paid in taxes? That's really it. Now you may be saying to yourself right now, you know, hey Joe, what's the big deal? So I get a large refund, why is that a problem? The problem from a financial standpoint at least lies in the fact that you're giving an interest-free loan to the government. You're saying, hey guys, here, take $10,000 of my money. No, no, don't worry. You don't have to pay me anything. Just give it back to me in like six to 12 months. So that $10,000 refund every year, that's money that you could have had during the year invested and doing something for you. Let's say on average, you had that money in your paycheck during the year. And just for this example, say that you were able to invest it and earn an extra 5% that you now missed out on. So that might be, say, $500 a year you're missing out on in that example, which adds up over time. Taking it even further, some people that are tight from a cash flow perspective. So if you are a little bit tight month in and month out, but you get a big refund at the end of the year, you're really just compounding that problem. Maybe there's credit card debt that's building up. The less you're overpaying the government during the year, the higher your paycheck then is going to be as a result. So if you stop paying them an extra $1,200 a year that you're just getting back at the end of the year, your paycheck will now be $100 a month higher. So that can really help out a lot of people. And if you're having to put money on credit cards and then you're just trying to pay them off at the end of the year with the refund, you have 15 to 20% probably in credit card interest that's building up that doesn't have to. If you just lowered your refund, your paycheck would be larger and then maybe you wouldn't have to use those credit cards. The last part of this is that most people who get a big refund tend to wind up spending it. That's kind of the behavioral element. Even though they're giving you your own money back, you're like, wow, free money. Not, wow, I got my own money back. So if you go back to episode uh, 2.1, bonuses aren't free money, it's the same kind of thing. So if I can't convince you to not get a big refund, I would at least strongly encourage you to plan ahead of time for the refund you get and make sure at least a portion of it is saved towards yourself. So the base adjustment you can do to fix this, so what can you do, is pretty straightforward. Your employer, assuming you have W-2 income, so salary, wage income, can adjust the withholding you take out for taxes. If you speak to your accountant, they should really be able to assist here so that less is taken out of your paycheck for taxes, meaning what you receive is going to be greater. Again, here's an opportunity to save. If your paycheck increases by $200 a month now, let's say, that's an additional amount of money that can be saved towards your goals. Do not just let it disappear. There's another option as well that's a bit more interesting that might fit some people out there. If you're currently making traditional 401k or IRA contributions, you are receiving a tax deduction in this process, which is contributing to the refund that's being received. So if you change these contributions now to be into a Roth 401k, or if eligible, a Roth IRA instead, 
now you will not receive a tax deduction for those contributions. So let's say I'm putting $100 a month into a 401k now, a traditional, and then I move it over to a Roth, I'm no longer going to get a tax deduction for that $100 a month. However, the trade-off for this is that now that $100 a month that's going into the Roth is going to grow tax-free. So for some people, okay, instead of getting a $10,000 refund, I'm getting a $7,000 refund, you know, that's fine. I'm still going to now have additional tax-free growth because I have more money going to that Roth 401k or that Roth IRA. So long-term, this can very likely be more advantageous for your overall situation. And the trade-off is just getting a little bit less of a refund. So a quick recap of today is that, number one, while some refund is okay, too much is definitely not recommended in my opinion. A refund is simply the government giving you your own money back that you essentially loan them at 0% interest. Two is that a refund is simply an accountant calculating if you overpaid or underpaid during the year. They are just solving this equation. They're not finding some hidden money if they're all following the same IRS rules. Number three is if you do make some adjustments to your situation, make sure at least a portion of that extra money is saved. So whether that's, okay, I'm getting less of a refund, so I have more in my paycheck, that's more I could save, or, you know, Joe, you can't convince me, I like my big refund, but I'll agree to at least save 50% of it. And then lastly, changing or looking to potentially change some pre-tax contributions, so money going into a Roth, or excuse me, money going into a 401k or a traditional IRA and moving those contributions over to a Roth to maximize that long-term tax-free savings growth. So that's everything I have for you today. Thanks as always for tuning in. Uh, if you are able to implement what we cover, fantastic as always. That's wonderful. That's why I'm doing this. Less to worry about than before, and you could just focus more on enjoying life. If you are wanting help with these things, though, or have questions you need help in clarifying, check out that Ask Joe section on the show's website, www.enjoymore30s.com. That's enjoymore30s.com. Again, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you specifically enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow, subscribe, review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. There are literally millions of young families out there I'm trying to reach and help just like you. The next episode that we have coming up for you is schedule goals, achieve goals. Crazy, right? You have to schedule them first to achieve them. We're going to cover why goal setting may sound very cliche. It did to me for a long time, but it makes all the difference in the world to you achieving what would make you the happiest. Until next week, thanks for joining me today, and I very much look forward to connecting with you again soon. The conversations on this show are Joe's opinions and provided for general information purposes only. They do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice for your specific situation. You should always seek appropriate advice from a financial advisor, accountant, lawyer, or other professional before acting upon any content or information found here first. Joe is affiliated with New Horizons Wealth Management, LLC, a branch office of TFS Securities, Inc., and TFS Advisory Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC.